Welcome everybody to episode 33, my last Ooh. episode of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi for 2018. And I'm Dang. sitting here, I know, with <laughs> Amanda Matthews with Love is a Seed Jewelry. Thank you so much for being here and making time for me. Thank you for having me. I'm yes. so excited. Yes. First things first. <laughs> okay. Gotta take our shots. Let's do it. Yes. Ooh. To Amanda. Yeah. Excellent. Very nice. Thank oh. you. Okay. Oh, You're yeah. welcome. Oh, yeah. Gotta get this going. <laughs> so, Amanda surprised me with a very thoughtful gift of one of her beaded bracelets. Tell me about this, and thank you so much, and I was Aww. not expecting this, and just... <laughs> It's, you made my day. I'm so happy. And it's like fitting so beautifully on you and everything. Right. I love it. Um, so it's a lava rock bracelet. Yeah. Um, we have been working with lava forever. Mm -hmm. And um, we recently, I guess, I don't know, almost two years ago, we're like, hey, what about oils? And so you can use it to diffuse your essential oils. I love it. And it's featuring some gemstones that we like to call our chakra essential oil diffuser yes but essentially it's to be a mindfulness tool for oh for balance and i need that well during the holidays don't we all yeah <laughs> i mean it, i mean ugh. it's crazy so the yeah there's um eight different gemstones featured on there and uh, i can totally tell you about those yes that's amethyst um lapis amazonite rose quartz tiger's eye carnelian black obsidian and on the back here there is quartz crystal as an amplifier bead. So, oh my god! Like extra bonus mojo. Uh, yeah. No. And I, I, okay. Uh, without getting into too much detail, sure. This could not be more appropriate for me nice. right now. Like nice. just yeah. Like you're right. I mean, you know, the holidays and work stress and you know family yeah. or whatever, whatever. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. And so, okay. Whenever you say that you're supposed to or you can implement mm -hmm. essential oils, do you mean so it? it are the lava rocks like absorbent or like yeah. how does that work? Yeah. So the lava is essentially a pumice stone. So it's super absorbent, has lots of pockets and um, you can just dab on your favorite essential oil or soak it in your favorite essential oil and it will absorb all that fragrance. And while you're wearing it, you can kind of smell the fragrance. Oh, yes, Aromatherapy. A yeah. And just kind of, you get to check in to that. And um, I like to use all kinds of oils in like I like to soak mine in it and it just helps me kind of stay grounded and you know like remember to check into self-care yes oh my gosh all of that that's amazing and I love that you said that you you can smell the scent kind mm -hmm. of wafting as you're mm -hmm. going throughout your day and so yeah. you're you're constantly being grounded in that yeah. kind of way in the moment yeah what's your favorite essential oil I mean oh, I man. see you're rocking it dude I love uh, your pieces thank you thank you um so I I have a favorite brand as of right now, just because it's what I've been using. Mm -hmm. um, I use a lot of doTERRA oils, mm -hmm. but they have I've a heard of it. Yeah, they have a blend called Balance, and oh my goodness, it has all my favorite oils in it. Um, and that's usually what I put on my chakra bracelet because balance chakras. Absolutely. Balance. <laughs> and you need the balance. I mean, holy, I just like to say for anyone that's listening that I've been trying to, this sounds weird, but tie this girl down to a date for a little <laughs> while because she's just so busy. I mean, yeah. you have something going on all the time. And yeah. so, I mean, is it just like a lot of, uh, like pop-ups and like vending and like that kind of thing? Like, how well, does that work? Oh my goodness. It's kind of all the things, um... You know, yes, of course, we have our pop-ups. You know, our farmer's markets, we're so dedicated to appearing at our farmer's markets weekly. Y'all do the, the Saturday and the Wednesday, right? Yes, <clears throat> yes. So yes. we do those two. And then, of course, any art walk that comes along mm -hmm. or any big festival. You know, we want to be a, a part of our community and what's going on. 
um, and celebrate together those those things that we're all nurturing together in Corpus Christi. Yeah. Um, and then of course there's like life. Um, you know, my husband is a full time student at AM Corpus. Mm-hmm. And I have like a little side hustle. I work at a local restaurant. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I I, love... I'm gonna give a shout out Bellino's Italian restaurant. Yes, that place <laughs> is so delicious. I, mean, yeah. I think Kim Rios occasionally yes. does uh, serving there too. Yes. Heck yes. yeah, they're yeah. lucky to have y'all. Oh my goodness. Well, and I love it and I believe in, in everything that they have and all the energy they put behind um, their food and the culture behind, you know, the, the whole purpose of their restaurant. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm there and then Harley and I, uh, we run a, a spiritual group here in Corpus Christi as well. Really? Yeah. I'm going to want to know more about that. Okay. Yes. For sure. Um, and then, you know, there's a bunch of things all in between and family and friends. And so. Yeah. It's... No, y'all are doing it, man. It's, <laughs> it's just great. Y'all are always somewhere. I've seen y'all go, y'all are on the island and then yeah. y'all are here. And then, uh, I mean, you're even doing stuff like what you worked with the uh, CC Bliss Box where you did yeah. like the, um breast cancer awareness bracelet and stuff yeah. like that. And I just, you are integrated into the community yeah. and it's amazing. I mean, how, how does that feel to know that you're that involved? You know, do you look back I, on it and just wonder like, man, I don't know how the hell I got here. Like that's half the time what I'm thinking, you know, because yeah. it's like, I, I think a part of it is my personality. When I dedicate myself to something, I become very loyal to it mm-hmm. and want to do my best. And so basically what started happening was that I just wanted to be a part of things. You know, I didn't want to miss anything. Of course. And I, I didn't want to miss, you know, like running into people that I know or, you know, whatever. And and basically it just became this like cyclical uh, just romance with what's going on in town. Just Ooh, like, that's beautiful. I, well, and I, you know, I love that. Yeah. I was born <clears throat> and raised here in Corpus Christi Same. and yeah, you know, and I, I feel like as I kind of got into my twenties, I was like, you know, I'm really tired of people saying, Oh, there's nothing to do in Corpus. Oh, I Hallelujah. can't wait. I can't wait to get out of Corpus. Like for mm-hmm. me, I'm so exhausted hearing that because I don't think it's true. And it I think it's definitely not. No. Like if you can be creative and sink into your, like sink your roots deep, into this community, you're going to find you're, you don't have enough time to do all the things that are going on. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Debbie Noble will back you up on that. And <laughs> oh, she's not sure. even a Corpus native. Right. Which I thought was even greater yeah. to like hear such a huge advocate for this. Oh, and, she's and, amazing. Yeah. So like as, as Corpus Christians yeah. born and raised, uh, you know, to have anyone from the outside say, y'all are crazy if y'all aren't enjoying it here. Yeah. You're like, you're not doing it right. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. I, yeah, that to me is just such an amazing Sweet. idea to yes. enforce. Yes, yes. So, okay, <laughs> tell me how the jewelry making started. But what came first? Because mm-hmm. I feel like you may have been inclined to, like, your spirituality and stuff like yeah. that first. But, yeah. like, tell me. How did it go? Okay, so, um, I mean, it's kind of a long story. But... Yes. Oh, please. I love long stories. <laughs> um, one year, and it's so, it's so beautiful that we're having this conversation right now because... Uh, one year for Christmas, my mom got me one of those bead kits, you know, mm-hmm. from the craft store. And it had all kinds of cutesy beads in it. And there were gemstones as well included in this kit. And I had already been inclined to liking nature and rocks. And my mom's the rock collector in our family and, and of course, nurtured that in me mm-hmm. and my creativity. And um, one day, I can literally remember, you know, it's probably a Saturday afternoon, the sun's coming into my bedroom window, and I'm just playing with my beads, and I successfully... <laughs> like nothing. Like I know. <laughs> like, well, and I'm trying, you know. Yeah. And I successfully make my first little stretchy bracelet, and I'm like, oh my god, I did it, you know. And you remember. I remember You remember it. that first bracelet. And I still have it. I still have it, I, so... That makes me really happy. <laughs> you need to post a picture of it. I, I will. Please I do. will definitely do that. Okay. And, um... From then on, it was like, well, I, I can do that. That's cool. And 
over time, you know, getting together with my girlfriends on the weekends, slumber parties, you know, you get into crafty mode and you want to, you want to try and make stuff. So we'd make little earrings and things like that. And over time, it just became this way of expressing, um, my love for stones, rocks and things like that. And, and, um, my husband, Harley, he, and I would get together when we were dating and, you know, he was always really savvy at like macrame. And really? Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. So, you know, those hemp necklaces yes. and anklets and you wear the beach and all, they last forever. <laughs> Y'all are both super skilled. I love that. Well, and, and we would just, it's, it sounds like something I'm making up, but I swear to God, it's true. Like I, um, we would sit together on, on dates at, at his house, at his apartment and we would just make stuff. <laughs> Okay, no. I mean, that is the ultimate. You're laughing, I know, but that is the ultimate partnership. Like, well, and y'all I, are creating together, yeah. like vibing off each other yeah. and creating. Yeah. I don't think it gets more spiritual than that. It, well, and it was something that we could really like. Ooh, you know, encourage each other, like give each other affirmation, and and oh, I love how you did this, and, and it just became this thing. And and we both ended up having. Um, jobs here in town where we were working in creative spaces so okay like so, when, what was that yeah so harley was uh working at artitude for a long time okay well, is that place still around no no i remember around. that where was that oh my goodness they used to be at the town and country shopping center that okay yeah yeah that was our, that was our main the outside that was our main store okay yeah they, they kind of moved around a bit but yeah um so he worked there for a long time and then i worked at objects dr for a oh, long time that place is i mean it's been around since i can remember 20, i think it's 25 years now <clears throat> yeah that's amazing I, that place was always magical to me. It, so. It's and it's so magical. It's so cool. And and so for a long time, you know, we were kind of in that scene, in that culture of watching people be creative, and you almost like it's infectious. You you're like, well, maybe I could try to make a necklace. Maybe I could try to put my own spin on it. And over time, it just kind of was became a hobby that we just consistently did. Yeah. You know. Yes. So it was really cool and. Like, I look back and I think, like, well, how did that even happen? Right. Because it was setting us up for Mm -hmm. where we are today. Yes. We never would have known. Yeah, I mean, how? it's like y'all, okay, obviously y'all were meant to find each other. And y'all were meant to encourage each other to pursue these. Yeah. You call them hobbies. Well, in the beginning it was hobbies. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, y'all devoted so much time to it. Yeah. So then what was the catalyst? When did y'all suddenly decide, hey, we have something here? Um, you know, a lot of it was what, like how exciting it was for him and I to make jewelry together and what we'd come up with. And then we would give it as gifts and, you know, uh, to my mom and his grandma and, you know, then they're like, Hey, well, my friend wants a set, Mm -hmm. you know, let's make one for her. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. And then it kind of just was infectious. It came like just naturally organically came out to this, like, whoa, maybe we could do this. Maybe we could do this to offer to people in a really tangible way. Yes. And part of it was because I would make these necklaces that I would call prayer beads. Mm-hmm. And they would be totally not typical malas or, you know, they would be, they look like just a pretty necklace. Yeah, I keep looking at yours. Yeah. It's so, so awesome. So, so not much different than what I'm wearing now. You know, it would just be this collection of beads. And to me, it meant like a collection of story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like there's different chapters and milestones that we reach in our life and they kind of have symbolism. They they stick out in our story. Yes. So these beads are choose like really wisely. I was like, choose wisely. Like one special bead at a time. 
Yeah, the fact that you do that, and don't just, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. kind of willy-nilly, like, whenever you read descriptions of the pieces that you make, a lot of times they're described as, like, hand-picked whatever. Yes. I mean, you're putting yes. thought into this, yeah. you know? I mean, from from the beginning. From the very beginning. Ah, uh, I love that. Um, and part of it is just that I wanted to make things that made people feel good, you know? I, I imagine it's no different than... Um, a clothing designer wanting to pick beautiful fabrics that feel good on the skin. Of course. And um, I have this just innate desire to consistently make things that make you feel good when you wear them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that if I stay true to that calling, that desire, um, I like what I make more and people do too. So yes. that's always a beautiful, beautiful Isn't that dance. interesting how you can see the effect that it has on people. Yeah. I mean, I'm already feeling, I mean, I'm not kidding. I, I, I was a little bit on the, you know, just low end vibrationally, I think. And then you're just being here and then having this, I'm just already like, thank goodness. Like sweet that this is happening. And that's my jam. Like yeah, I, like same. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm all about, you know, the things that we do in our life need to be positive things. Um, it's too easy to fall into these places where, we just get wrapped up in the things that are going wrong and, Absolutely. you know, the negativity. And I'm like, you know, we got to move on beyond that. We have to keep raising ourselves. So. Yeah. And why do you think it's so easy to do that? The, the, these are conversations I don't get to have daily, so I'm probably going to cool. pick your brain on this. Sure. Bit. Yeah, yeah. But why do you think it is so easy for us to immediately fall back into the negative cycling? Like, what is that? You know? Well, um, you know, in my experience, I've... I've searched that out a lot and you know why is it that you know on a bad day oh my goodness like there could have been one bad thing that happened and 10 great things that happened but the one thing is just I mean it's just got me all I've been out of shape Mm -hmm. and you know with some of my like spiritual disciplines and things that have really you know I've just tapped into some of my favorite teachers like I they one of the suggestions that I learned was it's kind of a survivalist mechanism. It's, it's part of our humanity that we click into the negative. Absolutely. Um, we, it's like a the ego, we, kind of thing. ego. And also like our evolutionary, you know, um, habits. Mm-hmm. We're going to remember that the fire is hot and we won't touch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to remember if we go down this path, usually bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's for our own good, our survival, but if our, like in meditation, they call it like the monkey mind. Like if we consistently lean into that, we're going to get really lost and not make much sense. But if we can say, acknowledge, okay, that thing didn't go the way I wanted it to, or that thing really just was not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but go back into the positive things, you can find a strength in that practice and it's it's like we have to reprogram our minds yes um and it's it's like a discipline to do that it is it's yeah. insane it's just yeah. like the default <laughs> is chaos yeah and i mean in that right like the, what is it like the universe is constantly like it, on its way to a state of chaos mm. or whatever yeah yeah but and yeah so for you to have to i mean first of all that's personal power right to be able to control your mm-hmm. mind and your thought or, or not necessarily control it but when a negative thought comes in to like be able to nip it you yeah, know, and yeah. immediately flip it. Yeah, just check yourself and, and kind of say, hey, like, I'm not going to go down that road. For what? Like, it's going to waste energy. Exactly. Um, and I'm not going to be living life. Like, I'm going to be tormented by things that are going wrong, uh, things that, you know, how I didn't match up to this or, or whatever is hurting my ego or, you know, and what use is it? Mm-hmm. 
what what does it produce in the world? And usually it produces a lot of stress. Um, you know, you're parking your car and somebody cuts you off and you're like, ah, you know, it's just because you were mad about that thing before. Exactly. You know. <laughs> yep. Because you can always trace it back. I, I yes. make up a point of doing that. Trace. Yeah, yeah. Why are you feeling this way? Trace yeah. it. <clears throat> yeah. And so I feel like that's a really good segue into the spiritual aspect of what you and your husband do. Yeah. So to, can you talk about that? Oh, do you want to talk about I that? Totally. Please. Oh, absolutely. Tell me about it. And it's something that. I'm really glad you're asking because it's not something I can articulate very well in in this in the moment at a show. You know, mm-hmm. I have sometimes people that ask me, "Well, what about what is love? Is it seed? You know, what is it that yes, you're doing?" Yes, I'm really glad you brought that yeah. up because I'd love. I know there is importance totally. and purpose in that name, and yeah. so I'd love for you to to tell me about that too. Okay, so. You know, love is a seed was a name that came to me over a lot of like brainstorming it. I mean, like I'm talking like I was writing love is a seed or not even love is a seed, but trying to find a name for what we do, mm-hmm. like on napkins and, you know, in the middle of my planner, yeah. and, you know, just like <laughs> brainstorming. And over time, I just, I knew I didn't want to create something and, and bring something into the world that is like Amanda and Harley's jewelry. Mm-hmm. It, it says nothing. Yeah. It doesn't do anything for someone. Other than cool Amanda and Harley make jewelry, um, you know, or like it is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, but or like the Matthews collection, like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, kind yeah. of for me, it's boring yeah. for me. You no, know, I can see that, and it's a little bit impersonal. Yeah, yeah, and and that's just not how that's just not how Harley and I do things, you know. So um, over time, we just I was always inspired by the scripture, um, you know, if you have faith as small as a grain of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. Mm-hmm. And, and that's paraphrasing, of course, but the whole thing was, oh my God, like, have you ever seen a mustard seed? I'm not sure I have. Maybe. It's like this big, like that big. She's making a really tiny diamond with both of her index fingers and thumbs. (laughs) Like, okay, in bead world, it's a two millimeter. Oh, Or maybe even a one millimeter. Okay, yeah. I mean, even just based on that is helpful. Yeah, really small. And if, okay, a grain of that like just a barely of an essence of it, it that you can if you have faith that you can do something like that you can do anything um and that was so powerful to me and it just it it gut checked me you know like I'm, I'm like why yeah that is powerful how is that even possible and then I would see in my own life I would just have faith in a person or I would just have faith in a situation or just have faith that something's going to work out and it would and not like magic woo-woo, but just yeah. like that witness of, okay, like if I just put my mind to it, if I believe in the common good of people, if I believe that things innately, like the universe wants good things to happen, mm-hmm. maybe it's my attitude that gets reframed. Yes. You know, maybe it's my my uh, self-esteem that gets lifted or, you know, whatever that might be for someone, but that's what I wanted to tell people. And over time, it just was seed, seed, seed. It just was like that word was so neon in my mind, like huge neon sign. Like it, wow. that needs to be part, that is part of it. Yeah. And so I worked with it and I worked with it. And eventually I was like, okay, but what's the thing that brings people together? What's the thing that inspires people? Changes all stories. It's in the movies. It's on, you know, the radio. It's, and it's love. You know, and and not just like 
oh, I love pizza. You know, like yeah. it's I like a deep understanding of, of that there's this ability within us all mm-hmm. and that it creates something between people and um, it changes. It can change a room. Yes. You know, and like when someone walks in a room and looks at someone adoringly and just loves that person. Oh, my God. It just the whole room lights up. And so for me, it was about. Well, that's the thing that brings people together. And this was, you know, when this name was born, it was like six years ago. And of course, you know, we think about timelines, like the world is, has been crazy and it's always crazy, but Mm -hmm. there were a lot of political uprisings and a lot of, you know, a lot of people just being cut out of a picture because of their, you know, affiliations or their identity or all of those things. And I was like, you know, that is, that is it. Like if we can love a person in a room, no matter what is going on in their personal life or what identity they have Mm -hmm. and love that, love into that. Like, okay, so you're gay. Great. Yeah. I love that you're gay. Yeah. You know, I think that's fantastic. Yes. Or I love that you are on the opposite side of the political track than I am and we can still have a conversation. Yeah. You know, and just like seeing people as human and like, human beings, you know, that we're, we're no different. We all have this, you know, flesh and bone and blood and we are just living beings trying to figure this thing out. Yeah, exactly. So this huge, all of that was like born into this name, you know, love is a seed and it's a seed for moving mountains. It's a seed for changing things in our community. It's a seed for, um, creating new culture. Yeah. It's huge. I love that story. And for you to say that you weren't able to articulate that, I'm like, uh, I was just mesmerized. Like, wow. No, I I couldn't agree with you more. And I feel a lot of what you're saying is resonating with me on a personal level. Because, you know, it is the idea behind the fact that, like, I saw something recently that resonated with me that was, you know, we're all spiritual beings Mm -hmm. having a human experience. And so we should be accepting of everyone because... You know, like you said, if, if you have a differing political opinion than me, we don't identify as our political opinions. Yeah. Like, we're all the same. Yeah. This is just an opinion or, yeah. or a viewpoint <laughs> exactly. kind of thing. So I, lo- I love what this stands for. It's just huge. Yeah. And so when you incorporated the... Okay, so this was six years ago that you finally found the, the name. name. So yeah. when, when it dawned on you, did you like wake up or... You know what I mean? How did, how did you say like, this is it? It was kind of a interesting awe. You know, it's like when you stumble upon, like you're hiking and you stumble upon something that just takes your breath away. And, you know, like a bird's nest or like these hummingbirds are like circulating around a feeder that's just randomly there. And you're like, who put this feeder here? And mm-hmm. they're, they're just having the time of their life. And you're like, wow. It was that moment of this is it. Mm-hmm. Th- this is what I've been looking for. And it's blowing my mind. It's changing me from the inside out. That's huge. You know, and I was like, this is what I want to bring to people. I want to bring a message. I don't want to just make the most popular thing and Mm -hmm. just sell a bunch of it and make Mm -hmm. money. Like that is so beyond what I need to do with my time. Exactly. I don't want to do that with my time. Well, it's like you had a calling for it, truthfully. I mean, it's just crazy to me. Like the 
the thought that you put behind it. And this, I mean, you didn't just pick, like you said, you didn't just pick a name. You didn't pick the easy name and like, okay, we'll yeah. do this for now and move on. Like, no, yeah. you're going to get that name and it's going to be right. And yeah. I mean, it was literally like an epiphany almost. Well, and part of it is just live, trying to find my own stride in life and trying to be authentic with what I do with my time and try and be genuine to what it is I want to do in this life, you know, and, and a calling was always made to be really important to me. Like, you know, growing up, um, in, you know, the different churches and things that I went, you know, in trainings and all kinds of wonderful experiences. It was always about the calling. It was always about what is it, what is it that you're going to do with your life? And that became a huge, wonderful thing. And also a totally terrifying thing. At the same yes, time. I can, I can attest to that also. <clears throat> I think we're from yeah. the same generation. So, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it kind of just throws you down this crazy like I don't want to say rabbit hole but kind of like a Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole because you're like what is going to happen with my life and you just want but they think at the end of the day all of us want to just do something that is meaningful yes we feel happy and and proud of mm -hmm. and we can sleep at night mm -hmm. you know and so oh, it's so true when you say it it's like of course you know but a lot of times when you ask people what they want to do or or what they hope to gain from it people don't really list that kind of thing mm. and I love that you just did yeah thank you well and, and I think it's just part of what I've learned over six years trying to figure that out and and like be honest with myself like isn't that the hardest thing oh my gosh oh, yeah. for me it is yeah I'm like are we in denial right now no, yeah you know and like uh people are like oh you just string beads I'm like, yeah. Wow, that is incredibly yeah. dismissive. <laughs> but I suppose you know? when you're putting yourself out there like that, it's yeah. inevitable, right? Yeah, yeah. That people are gonna say things totally, like that. Totally, like, and so I think, dismissive. And I think that's that goes with any calling, any any life work, any any dedication that someone, you know, um, commits their life to. Oh, you're just, oh, you're just doing that thing. You're you're just stringing beads. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, you can think that because that's where you're at. Exactly. You know? That's another thing. You're so right. That has nothing to do with you and everything to do with where oh, they are. But it You're took so me right. it took me a while to figure that out for myself. And just and just being like, you know, that's where you're at and I'm figuring things out too. Mm -hmm. And the other the other side of it is, you know, like how long do you do something? Like, you know, how long is your calling and how long, you know, all that good stuff and you're just kind of like you have to grapple with that on a daily. And um I think Love is a Seed has taught me so much. The name has taught me so much about what it means and what it's doing in the world. And I mean, it's kind of, it's my mantra. It's yes. something that I check into and I'm like, love is a seed, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, it starts off like that, you yeah. know, like, like you said, I mean, that what it becomes a catalyst for eventually mm -hmm. whenever you give it that focus and that devotion. Yeah. Just like this. Yeah. So six years. Okay. So looking back on that, I mean, that's the better part of a decade. Mm. So, I mean, all right. So y'all made the decision. We're going to do this yeah. and we're going to do it full time. So that was a transition. Yeah. And, you know, anybody who is wanting to take their craft and turn it into an entrepreneurial venture, you know, just pace yourself mm -hmm. because it can't happen overnight. I mean, you've I've seen it in some people, like it has happened overnight for them and that's fantastic. But there is a, a beautiful dance that happens when you are living it every day and you're trying to figure it out every day. And mm -hmm. you just work on it every day. Like a craft, anything that you're wanting to hone in and work on and, and do better, it's every day. And so um, 
so six years was when we were like, that is the thing. That's what we want to do. And it took like a year and a half before we could even make it happen. I mean, yeah. you had to like stick with it. I mean, it was like a consistent like it was push a dream. toward it. It was a dream. Oh. Yeah, vision. And my husband is so good about like he's my dreamer, my you know vision board man. Like he mm-hmm. is he is that. And I'm kind of like the wait, but how do we actually make it happen? You right. Know? How do but that's we... me? Yeah. Yes. How, like how the details. Do we... uh, yes. Yeah. Like how do we actually make this thing lift off? Mm-hmm. And what are the mechanics of it? Mm-hmm. And. So it was a lot of research. It was a lot of, I'm still going to make a ton of earrings because I like to do it. Um, it was, you know, I'll start an Etsy shop, mm-hmm. try and play with that online yes, thing. Yes, that's where it's at. Yes. And social media, oh. I'm not going to lie. Social media, yeah. it's like a necessary evil if you're it running your own it is. business. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, and- <laughs> you know, we started that Etsy and I was like, it's trying to just type in okay a cute title and you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> try yeah. and take There's a some, lot to it t- yeah take some decent pictures yeah and, and kind of figure that out and so um at the time I was full-time and working at Objects to Art and um I just like for me you know this might sound weird to some people but you know for me I was like this is something of a calling that's like ministry in a way but not in a traditional sense, Mm -hmm. you know, and I come from a place where I wanted to be a pastor at one point. Wow. I I can see how you would be a very effective pastor. Just saying. Thanks. You have a way with words and getting a message across. Thank you. Well, I I just, I love inspiring people and I love encouraging people to, to show up to their best version of themselves, you know, and it's been a lot of years of just spending time with people and spending time and just trying to figure myself out and journaling and reading and, you know, all that good stuff. And, yeah. I love that you threw yeah. that in there too. It, uh, you know, that even when you're in a position like that where you'll be potentially mentoring or pastoring, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have all the answers kind of thing. And that's no amazing to hear you say. No way. Anybody who tells you they have all the answers, they're lying. <laughs> they're lying through their teeth, you know. I mean... There's just no possible way. Um, we're all so different and so beautifully the same that it's very complex. And I, and I, and I think you know I got tired of of hearing that from people. And I wasn't sure how to articulate and still be in a church setting. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how to. And there are a lot of successful you know um, people out there that are. Um, inspiring others, whether it's from a pulpit or from a you know yoga pillow or mm-hmm. you know yes. whatever their whatever their practices. There's a lot of beautiful teachers out there, and no um, no harm you know or negative negative connotations to them. Of course. But for me, I was like, I can't. I got to do something. I got to figure this out, and I got to do things, and I got to make things, and I got to figure out a way to just connect with people on a different level, because. You know, talking in this scope of things is just not working for me mm-hmm. and for them and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I, no, and I, that's a hard realization to come to because, like you oh, said, you thought this is a route you wanted to go. Totally. And so you had to be honest with yourself. Yeah. Is it the right way yes. to go? Yeah. And it's worked out wonderfully. Yeah. And I had a lot of great support along the way. Really good friends and family that were just, they'd hear me out, they'd listen, they'd, you know, offer suggestions, say, hey, have you tried this thing? We tried this, you know, and so, and then of course there was just the sweetness of going to the table with beads and just making something sweet and honest and 
kind for someone else. And I was like, this is that thing I want to do. I want to, I want to offer my service to people Mm -hmm. and give people an opportunity to just find their own way. I think that if we're true to ourselves, we will find our own way. Yeah. You know, and And that's hard. I think to be really true to yourself, you know, I think can be daunting. Mm. And I know a lot of people, they feel like they need to live for someone else kind of thing. Yeah. And that's not necessarily how it should be. So I think it's cool that you just put out there. I mean, you're full of these really amazing and profound insights (laughs) that uh, I think people need to hear. Well, and I, I, it's just a lot of life, um, a lot of of different experiences and conversations with people. It's um, just trying to check into those, those deeper things. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then eventually we were doing Love as a Seed part time, mm-hmm. you know, and I, we tried Art Walk. Okay, that's, yeah, that's what I wanted to So, like, how did you, like, get on the scene? We got on the scene through Art Walk, and I'm such a huge advocate, and I love and adore my Art Walk. Um, you know, it was, the, it was the place where I could get my toes wet and see how cold the water was or how warm the water was and kind of get a feel for what people wanted and what people were looking for and then see how they reacted to what we were doing you know and it was once a month which i always tell people is the perfect commitment yeah ain't that the truth yes yeah yeah so just give it a shot um the financial commitment is is very affordable um if you're going to do a business you know there's a lot of different things to be mindful of but like getting your tax id number is super easy Mm -hmm. and everyone's always like but taxes (laughs) <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> I might be one of those people. Well, Ooh, I, don't no, say it. no, totally, because the numbers and the things, and you're yeah. like the paperwork. And who do I talk to? And I have to get something notarized. What is that? Oh my goodness, that's funny. You know, and so I'm always ready to tell people how to do it, um, because I totally believe in small business. I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. Yes, I'm yeah. so glad you tapped into this. Yeah, uh, tell me a little bit about that. Okay. Um, so let's see it, it goes back to my great-grandparents okay yeah and what did they do and where were they from okay so um my maternal side of the family's from wisconsin okay and my paternal side of the family's from texas okay um and uh my great-grandfather was a captain in the fire department wow and i'm super proud of him and yes that, how cool um, is that they called him the colonel because he looked like colonel sanders <laughs> <laughs> like for real like you see the sign colonel sanders in the beard yeah that's my grandpa that's amazing yeah. i'll never look at colonel sanders yeah, yeah. the same again <laughs> and um he was always an artist um he there's this funny story <laughs> um he loved to paint and work with leather and antiques. Uh, he's wow. a gunsmith, and and he was just a jack of all trades. Girl, I can tell where you got yours. That yeah. is so awesome. Yeah, and he painted this giant bear on his garage door, <laughs> <laughs> and my grandma hated it. <laughs> oh, that makes it so much better. Oh, and you know it was this beautiful mountainous scene with this standing bear, and it would scare all the neighbors like if they drive by, like oh my god, a bear! And especially in Wisconsin, you know, like. <laughs> Wildlife is oh, a wait, real wait. thing. So it wasn't like when you said giant bear, I'm thinking like a giant bear head. But you're oh, talking like, like a full standing, body bear. Full body standing bear. <laughs> Your grandpa's amazing. Yes. Or great grandpa. Yes, yes. So, you know, those are like that was like a you know, a mural in his neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure not everybody saw it that way, but that's oh, truth. Yeah. So, you know, and he had a, a studio upstairs in, in their house in 
um, you know, he was just always creative, always making things, always, you know, finding a way to make it, make it, you know, and they come from, you know, the depression era. So you didn't throw anything away. You yes. saved everything and you made the most of what you had. Yes. Um, which taught me a lot because, um, they used to take care of me in the summers, you know, I'm out of school, mom's got to work and so you'd so be up in Wisconsin. Out. Well, and actually they ended up moving to Texas okay, when nice. I, when I was born. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So, I mean forever brownie points on that yeah <laughs> but they so they came down to texas to to support my mom you know make sure she had family here because she moved um, to texas when she was 18 so she's got this beautiful brazen spirit about her and um moved here when she was 18 and then my grandparents followed um not long after um so they you know he would watch <laughs> me and, and you know take care of us take care of my brother and i during the summers and um they lived in this retirement community, and so they had like this common room where everybody would get together and eat cookies and drink coffee. And that's <laughs> and, what's up. And um, so we would go during the afternoon. It was really quiet, and he would um, Xerox copy all these like drawings and just just random images, like not necessarily coloring book, but like from art books. You know, there were prompts wow. on how to draw. You know, A, B, and C. Yeah. And. Um, so I always admire his painting ability, and so I always wanted to learn how to draw. And so he would kind of tutor me into that, you know, and he'd say, okay, well, trace over this mouse, and then you draw it on your own. And so we would just play. We how would just... cool is that? That is, and especially coming from somebody who's, for whatever reason, my grandparents on both sides just didn't, they weren't around for very long, like for me to be old enough to, like, appreciate them. Yeah. I love hearing about people yeah. connecting with the matriarchs and patriarchs of their family it makes me yeah. so happy and it wasn't anything ever that i thought like oh this is going to be spe-. you know because you're a kid you're like being entertained during the summer and you're bored out of your mind mm-hmm. you know and i'm sure like I, and i was the kind of i was just very i don't know i was just was the type of kid that you could set you could set me down with a, some colors and a crown but you know whatever Same. and i'd be entertained for hours so yeah um so that we would just do that we'd you know sit and draw and then I'd go back to their apartment and show my grandma after she was done cooking lunch, you know, and be like, look what I did. And she's like, oh boy, you know. But you remember this. That's my thing. Like, yeah. this was obviously very critical and important it for was. you growing up. It was. And I think that it just so happened to be during a time in my life when it was really important. My parents, you know, were going through a divorce and, um, you know, there's just a lot of things changing in our house. And so I really leaned into my grandparents um, mm-hmm. for... Just that support, just that, you know, gentle sitting with you, spending time. Yes. That quality time. Yeah. You know. Which I find is, isn't is something that you can come across as easily nowadays. No. Um, no. You know, most people are on their smart devices, right? Yeah, yeah. We're together, but we're not mm-hmm. connecting kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, yes, that is incredibly valuable. And yeah. I love that you know that and you're sharing it now. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like I just didn't know where that would come from. Like, you know, thinking about where, you know, I'm 31 and I never would have thought back when I was playing at the, at the retirement home with my grandparents that I remember those things. Yeah. But I, I do. And I think about them all the time. They're just sacred memories for me. And, um, my grandfather, who is my great grandfather's son, um, took on that creative element. He was a leathersmith. And a gunsmith. That is so cool. I don't know uh, the first thing about any of that. <laughs> I I know yeah. I like the outcome. But oh, I don't understand totally. the process at all. Totally. Yes. Yes. And and you know what they accomplished with just bare minimum um, 
materials mm-hmm. blows my mind. And my grandfather, both of them were always fascinated with the wild, wild west. You know. Yeah. Like, who, who is like, it? I mean, you know, gunslinging, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> just kind of cowboys. And, I mean, it was so, almost <laughs> lawless in a way. I know they had law enforcement, but like, what did they do? I yeah. So Not my much. my grandfather was fascinated with the uh, all of the whole culture of it, all of it, you know, the style and, you know, how they wore their hats and how they wore their, you know, gun holsters on their hip. And, you know, so he studied all of it. He loved history absolutely adored history american history all of it really but um so he would make these gun holsters based on like i mean historically based yeah modeled after the originals and then wow he became so talented at handling these you know this leather this material and turning it into these beautiful gun holsters that antique dealers wanted him to make holsters for those antique guns so the originals wow yeah Wow. <laughs> so uh, I'm always in awe of his talent. And um, he passed away recently, not too long ago. Oh, I'm sorry and, to hear that. But, you know, and, and I I think to myself, like, golly, like he lived in New Mexico. And I'm like, how in the world did he get there? Mm-hmm. How was it that, you know, he just followed his passion. He just followed what was interesting what made his, like, mind, like, obsess over something, you know, like, really excite, you know, excite him about whatever it was. Yeah, know? I'm, like, I mean, this is, like, this sounds like such a weird thing to say, but I'm almost, like, slightly envious of people who can do that. Like, I yeah. wish I had that yeah. quality. It's so... But I think we all have it. I totally, without, I mean, like, to the bottom of my being, I know we all have these kinds of stories. And we get to tap into them. Um, and it, it's... It, I mean, like, honestly, I never would have thought anything about sitting with my great-grandpa, who was at the time, like, 87 years old, Xerox copying coloring (laughs) books for me. Like, I mean, but that was some sort of kindness, some sort of care and love and wanting to... Oh, that is definitely love. Oh, yeah. And, And just wanting to pass on something. And so if we can look into our ancestors and see, try to look into what they're trying to pass on, what is it that they're passionate about? You know, do they talk about sports all the time? Do they talk about the good old days? Do they talk about, you know, the classes they went to or the books they read or the weird, you know, train set that they have? Mm-hmm. Well, ask them where it came from. I love these specifics, too, because I'm sure, like what you're throwing yeah. out there, these yeah, specific yeah. examples. I'm yeah. sure, like you said, everybody has an instance like this. Yeah, totally. And girl, you're making me think. <laughs> Thinking a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, I love you're it. amazing. I love it. Um, so I just, you know, and it was crazy because when my grandfather passed away, Grandpa Bob is what we called him. And when he passed away, you know, it was really overwhelming, um, his studio space. He had all these beautiful, interesting tools that I had no, I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole workroom where you're just like, what is this thing? You're holding it and you're like, what is that? And, you know, these drill presses. And so you all had to go up to New Mexico? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We went to Albuquerque and, you know, just went ahead and, and just kind of sat in his space and, and just kind of had... He was such an introvert. Now, my family is made of a lot of introverts and 
So it was really overwhelming to sit in his space mm-hmm. when he, it was something that was really special and sacred to him. That exactly. He didn't, he didn't really share that with a lot of people. And it was just so overwhelming. And I kept wishing like, God, I wish we could have just sat in here together, but we were, you know, in a way in, um, I was gifted with all of his leather tools. Wow. Yeah. Is that what's next for you? I you hope think? so. I really hope so. Um, between that and metalworking is is my next platform. Okay. Um, that is really exciting to hear. Yeah. I, I jumped the gun because typically no, I ask you that no, at the end. No, yeah. But I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that it feels really sacred to tap into and really emotional to tap into. It's like kind of this like really complex thing where it's like, it's almost, I feel like it's my duty to tap into it. Wow. Which is really weird. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I get it. I mean, the fact that, yeah. th- that, uh, the leather tools were bestowed to mm-hmm. you. I mean, come on. Yeah. The pressure's know. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say that. I mean, I have no doubt based uh, on this history, you told me, <clears throat> of your family and what they're capable of that you are going to make some like really incredible things. I mean, you already are making some really incredible things. So what does your family have to say about it? Because it sounds to me like grandpa Bob got to see a little bit of it. He did. And, um, (laughs) there was this moment. So he came to visit my grandparents, my great grandparents here in Corpus. Um, and you know, I was just getting into the making jewelry thing. You know, that's what everybody calls it. You still doing that jewelry thing? Uh, who are these people? I know they mean well. They, yeah. It's, they mean well. Yeah. They just kind of reworded some things. Come on, y'all, y'all gonna work on this a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, you know, and I was like, well, and I was really nervous to show him because I'm like, you know, he's such a craftsman. Both of my grandparents, you know, such craftsmen. And my grandma was, you know, a homemaker, but she was even a craftswoman in her element, you mm-hmm. know. And... So nervous, and so I kind—I had like twelve things that I made, you know. And they were things that I wore, and you know, they weren't for sale necessarily or anything. But it was just kind of something fun. So I kind of lay this thing out, you know. I brought them like scarves. It was like this weird moment where I unwrap, like unrolled the scarf and like laid out everything. No, it's beautiful. (laughs) And I was like holding my breath, showing them these things, and my grandma just went like crazy over this one necklace. And of course, my grandparents were both like. Or my grandfathers were like, oh, this is wonderful. This is beautiful. You know, they were so loving. And, and they and they were very, like, my family is very honest. Mm-hmm. They're the type, they're going to tell you exactly what they think. And if they don't say anything, you know exactly what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I wish there were a little bit more of that. Yeah. And, and straight up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, yeah, just, just be honest. Yeah. Know? And so I... Um, my grandma just like went nutso over this one necklace. And it was this kind of uh, seafoam green seashell. Oh, I already like it. Yeah, like <laughs> the little shapes of the seashell were cut out in like ovals. And then I put crystals between it. And it was like probably one of the most simplest, you know, simple things I've ever made. And she just adored it. And of course, I'm giving that necklace to great grandma. Yes, you know, I mean, course. I'm like, grandma, you have to have this. And she, I mean, she nearly cried. I'm thinking like, Grandma, it's just a necklace. <laughs> but no. So much more. No. And then, of course, you know, she would wear it all the time. And then she would tell me how her friends at the community, you know, the retirement community loved it. And, oh, if they if they could have one. You know, <laughs> and, and I'm like, I love that subtle little, mm. 
you know, oh, if they as an appetite. Yeah. Like, well, Grandma, you're lucky because that's a one of a kind necklace. Yeah. Know? And I loved making one of a kind things mm-hmm. because it meant that it was special for that person. Absolutely. Uh, yes. And uh, so you know, that was just a sweet moment. And um, my grandfather always, my grandpa Bob would always ask me about. Well, how is the jewelry business going? Mm-hmm. You know, he just invest. He just believed in it enough that he would care to ask. Yes. You know? So, like, if you have somebody creative in your life, just asking them, "What are you making? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you what are you working on right now? Or what's inspiring you? Like, those are yeah. beautiful questions for a creative person in your life because that shows you care. Yeah. Well, and that's actually my next question. So, what does inspire you mm-hmm. to make some of your pieces? Because I see some cool stuff on there. <laughs> Like, uh, there's, I, I can't even remember what it was, but it's like this bluish stone that you were doing like wire wrap stuff, yeah, but like yeah. what, <laughs> what is it? I mean, is it, is it, does it vary? I mean, it just depends on what strikes you or are there certain things that are always kind oh, yeah. of affecting you that you feel the need to like create in response? Everything inspires me. Everything. And, and I feel like that's such a, like a plain answer, but it's like true. Like everything, um, everything inspires me and just like texture and color and depth and I think it's like it's a curiosity that I chase when I'm creating um sometimes I have it in my mind I can see it like this needs to be made Mm -hmm. and there are often wow like it's weird that no that's they call those (laughs) divine downloads whenever you have that kind of yeah that's the word for it oh my god you're like tuned in if, if that's happening, that is amazing. Wow, I love well, that. Well, and, and part of it is, like, I set myself up for connecting. Like, so I... Yeah, I, tell me about that. So my process is, you know, and it, it doesn't happen every time, but when I can, when I know I'm going to have, like, hours to create, I, I try and set my stride, like, to the best stride. Like, you know, you're running on a treadmill and you finally hit that stride and you're like, oh, this feels good. You know, like it's that, that I try to set myself up for. So I show up, um, I come to work and it sounds so weird, but it's one of, it's actually one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received as a small business entrepreneur, someone who, you know, you have to motivate yourself. Yeah. You're pulling this straight out of my mind. Like you are answering questions before I can ask. Dude. Okay. This is awesome. Weird. Awesome. But like I, I show, I, so some days it's PJs, but some days when I know I'm going to have hours, like I, I get ready for work, you know, and my studio space is, we live in a two bedroom apartment. It's my second bedroom. Wow. Yeah. No, that's saying something. I mean, I hope people are listening. You're at home. I'm at home. Yeah. But you are treating, when you go to work, you're going to work. Yeah. You, make, you are presenting yourself for work. It makes the difference of how I show up and what I end up accomplishing. Um, so, yeah, like I, I try and at least like uh, put some lip balm on, brush my hair, and like at least wear something I feel good in, you know? So go sit at the studio bench and I try and clean off my desk space because I usually leave it in like this crazy chaos, which I've shown on Instagram. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> but, um, I light a candle for my intention like that. I'm not alone in creating. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, I love that. You know, I think something happens. So I, for create the purpose and the essence of creating anything is that, yeah, like I'm creating something because it's within my being, but I know it comes from something else. I, and while it's so true to who I am and expresses who, what I feel inside and all that good stuff, it's still coming from somewhere yeah, for me. That's huge. 
so I like to light a candle to show up to that collaboration and um, to remind me that I'm not the only presence in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, my ancestors, my, 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 you know, who I call God, you know, my source um, is in the room and within me and outside of me at the same time because the interac- interactions I have with people God is there too, or, yes. you know, God is between in the space between us. And so spirit, you know, source, however you want to, whatever term you want to use is there. And I need to show up to that. And so it's a very sacred um, initiation for me to, to do that. Sometimes I like incense to kind of connect to that aromatherapy, you know, method. And um, I open up the blinds and make sure that the light's coming in. Uh, my favorite time of day to create is between, um, 10 o'clock and 3 o'clock because the way that the light shines into my studio mm-hmm. is so uh, clear and vibrant and uh, natural daylight is really important to my creative yes. process. Oh my God. Just <laughs> natural daylight, period. Yeah. Oh, totally. So, um, and a lot of times I'll put on like the black keys or I'll put on the interrupters, you know, like some of my really favorite, like just my favorite artists. And, yeah. Um, um, yeah, so I just I like to just you know kind of tap into some of my favorite music and and just create an atmosphere for myself. Yes, no, that's yeah. huge. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I said, people need to hear this because I think a lot of times people feel like rushed or you know I need to get this done and mm-hmm. and um, it's more about the finish mm-hmm. rather than the journey. Mm-hmm. That sounds kind of cliche, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean you're. Before you are creating, you're creating. Yeah. I mean, it, the whole process is just... Yeah. And and I have oh to be goodness. like, you know, and I like to be transparent about this. You know, it's it that those moments when I show up in that way, I have the best creative stride. I have the best productivity, if you want to call it that. Or um, sometimes it's, you know, how many things I make, you know. And, and there are days when I'm preparing for a big show, there are days it's absolutely chaos yeah. in the studio. And of course. I, and like... I mean, everything's a wreck and I'm stressed out. And, you know, my husband's like, okay, let's plan this out. <laughs> yes, thank goodness. You know? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a rock, right? Somebody oh, to totally. Like... You know, and and we have this huge um, chalkboard that we made in our studio. And part of it was because during Harley's um, associate's program, he was in, like, these, like, super heavy math classes. And so he's like, I need something to, like, write, he, you know, write across the wall. And it was like a blessing in disguise because when we created that, it literally covers one of the walls in our studio. It now is like our, it's it's our go-to for planning, for, it's a tool. That's interesting that yeah. you guys are still utilizing that. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's something that like, there's something to be said when you are, you have all these ideas within you and you just need to pour them out somewhere. So a notebook or, you know, your iPad or whatever it is, you know, for us, I'm very tangible very analog type of person. I need to write it out and I need to see it all in one space. Yeah. So the chalkboard really works, you know. Um, and then Harley's creative space is on uh, the other corner of the room for us. And so I have my desk and then he has his desk. And we sometimes can work together depending on a school schedule. And sometimes we're working separately. Mm-hmm. So that's really fun too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you guys sound like amazing collaborators, and uh, we love it. It's so much fun. Yeah. I mean, well, look where y'all are at. Like, yeah. You know, for y'all to have been together as long as y'all have, and then establish this business, and then six years later, mm-hmm. look what y'all are doing. Yeah. I mean, so 
okay, looking back on it all, because you've been reflecting on it, yeah. what has been your greatest accomplishment thus far? Because you mm. have so much more coming, but in oh, your opinion. Man. Oh, I don't, gosh, that's such a hard question to answer. Um, because, the you know, I think that people see one accomplishment bigger than what I would see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me personally, oh, man. That's a huge... I'm stumped by that question. No, that's actually <laughs> kind of cool. Because I don't think you're thinking about it like that. You're you're not necessarily thinking about your endeavor and your business as um, meeting one goal after the other. I mean, you're, you're just yeah. experiencing it and living it and, and enjoying it. And, and I mean, sometimes the process is very much like, okay, the next thing. You know, and I mean, I, I tell people all the time, my schedule is three months in advance all the time, at all times. Okay. Oh, good to know. Yeah. I'm always planning three months in advance, so um, there's a lot happening. I think, okay, I can think of one thing. One of my most favorite, personal favorite accomplishments is that um, I get to share my work at Arts Alive, Mm -hmm. which is a huge festival. But people are like interacting, right? Yeah. Yeah. People are at the Art Center here in Corpus, the Community Art Center, and um, they get together and create. And artists are, it's a juried show, so artists are handpicked. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, I mean, there's this whole, like, very serious application process, um, much like Dia de los Muertos, where mm-hmm. it's a juried show, juried event. Um, the application for this particular event is, like, extensive. And um, and for, for good reason, you know. Um, they pick, depending on, you know, how big the show they want it to be, but, you know, 50 artists. Um and some some is local talent, some is you know just around Texas, some national mm-hmm. talent. And you know, the first year we got accepted, it was this huge personal accomplishment because my great grandfather showed at the art center once. Wow. Yeah. It comes full circle. Yeah. Wow. And I and I don't. I couldn't even tell you when he showed what he showed other than his paintings and there were small paintings and it was it's a community art center of course there's tons of folks showing every month and and I couldn't even I don't think they even have a record of that you know but like he told me once when we were when I was a kid that he had some pieces in the community art center. <laughs> no like, big deal I'm like grandpa that's so cool and I, I know what I had no concept of what that meant until you know, later on when I'm trying to get into the art scene and watching my friends who are painters and, and them showing their work, I'm like, oh my God, that's such an honor. Huge. Oh, and, and then to be picked for the same venue for a special event felt like huge. Yeah, it, it is. It felt I, so I love good. the links so much. <laughs> I love the links so much. And I mean, it's story, right? Like it's these things in our life that they don't mean. They don't seem like they mean anything in the beginning. They, 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 they're like, oh, that's cool that happened. But over time, when you're when you have the chance to look back, you see how the story lines up, and oh my god, like it just blows your mind. This yeah. is our life. This is the life we are all creating. You know, you and I sitting here, it's, this wouldn't have ever happened had I not, like, posted my stuff online. It's taking the risk of being on social media all the time. Yeah. No, I mean, but you're absolutely right. You and, and like I said, I mean, people need to know who you are and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's amazing. Like, 
you're creating like beautiful pieces that are all just so thoughtful and and uh, have a lot of meaning. I mean, yeah. from each individual bead, <laughs> I mean, to the fact that they can bring you back to down to earth, you know, yeah. from you being all caught up in your thoughts, which I'm yeah. really utilizing this like <laughs> regularly. Yeah. Um, so back to you coming back full circle. So now you have the equipment to start doing leather working. Yeah. And the pressure's on now. Yeah. I so when do you think you're going to start doing that? Oh, man. So honestly, for me, it's going to be something that's really serious and very, as y'all can tell, you know, something that I'm going to really take my time learning, um, something that's going to be slowly expressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait. Yeah. I think, you know, to be super honest, there's like this, this level of grief I'm afraid to approach. Um, I work on two pieces of metal, one anvil that my grandfather had in this like steel block that he had. And it's like every time I work on those two pieces, it's like, oh, that's heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I just... interesting to me that it's an anvil also. Yeah. Like the weight, you know what oh, I mean? It's like yeah. literally and figuratively. <clears throat> yeah. Um, heavy. Heavy. So I think, you know, the process is going to be slow for me. Um, but one thing that I've learned about my creative process, once I get my stride, you can't, I can't stop. Mm-hmm. So when, when that happens, it's going to be behind a lot of classes, a lot of, you know, personal teaching and learning. You know, this, I think being an entrepreneur is a lot about being malleable. Mm-hmm. Um, something I've learned in the workforce, you know, is be trainable. That's oh, what yeah. my bosses, you know, be trainable. Yes, absolutely. You yeah. cannot be rigid. I mean, you no. need, yeah, you need to be able to yeah. adapt. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and to me, you are the epitome of that. And I just can't wait to see what you do. And I just want to thank you so much for being yeah. on here and spending time <laughs> with me because you're so busy and it's right no, before Christmas and all that. No, it's it's so, my pleasure. Totally yeah. Pleasure. And I mean, yeah. just like I said, so guys, y'all, if y'all haven't checked her out, look her up on Love is the Seed on Instagram. And, and you have an Etsy Etsy, Facebook. Yeah, check her stuff. out. Her stuff is really awesome. Yes. And um, like I said, can't wait to see what you're up to next. <laughs> Thank you.